Welcome to the Broadcast Storm, episode number 83, Introduction to Private VLANs. Hey everybody, this is Kevin Wallace, and if you've been studying Cisco material for any length of time, you've undoubtedly heard about VLANs or virtual LANs. We often think of a VLAN as equating to a subnet, in other words, a network address space, or a broadcast domain. We say that a broadcast that goes out in a VLAN goes to all devices in that VLAN. But there are some scenarios where we might want to have a VLAN, a subnet, but within that VLAN, we don't want a broadcast to go everywhere. Maybe we want ports on a switch that all belong to the same VLAN to be somewhat isolated from one another. Sure, maybe we can route between them, but we want them to be somewhat isolated. How is that possible? Well, that's made possible through something called a private VLAN. A private VLAN is a VLAN that's inside of another VLAN. These private VLANs can be isolated from one another at layer two, but they can still communicate with one another using layer three routing. Let me give an example of where we might run into something like this. Let's say that we've got a, a big tall building, maybe it's got 75 floors in it. And the way the network is laid out within the building, there is a subnet or there is a VLAN for every floor in the building. It's just the way the network was designed. And the building administration, they lease out different offices within that building to different companies. And let's say, for example, that we've got floor 15 in this building. And floor 15 is assigned to VLAN 150. And maybe it's the 10.15.0.0 slash 16 address space. So everybody on floor 15, they all belong to the same VLAN. They all belong to the same subnet. But the issue is we've got several offices on floor 15. And the building administration, they've leased out different offices on that floor to different companies. Well, just by virtue of the fact that they're on the same floor, they're in the same VLAN. They're in the same subnet, in the same broadcast domain. That could be a security issue because they can see one another's broadcasts and unknown unicasts and multicasts for that matter. We probably want to isolate them from one another for security reasons. That's what we can do with a private VLAN. So let me explain how this works. When we're setting up private VLANs, we do have something called a primary VLAN. That primary VLAN, that's what we normally think of as a VLAN. That's the VLAN that can contain this collection of private VLANs. Think of the private VLANs, the ones that are going to be isolated from one another at layer two. Think of them as subdomains. They live inside of this primary VLAN. So that means when we do take a port on a switch and say, hey, you belong to this private VLAN, we also need to configure it to say, well, you also belong to this primary VLAN. And in our example, we said we're in this building and floor 15 is VLAN 150. So imagine VLAN 150 as the primary VLAN. But within VLAN 150, we can have these private VLANs. And there are a couple of different types I want to tell you about. First, there are community VLANs that are private VLANs. A community VLAN is a type of private VLAN that can contain multiple ports. Maybe within floor 15 of this building, there are a few offices, four or five offices, and they're all leased to the same company. Well, the ports going to those offices, they can all belong to the same community VLAN. Let's say it's VLAN 151. They can communicate with one another at layer two. Let's say that there's another company that comes in. They just rent one office on that floor. They don't really need to communicate with anybody else at layer two. We could give them VLAN 152, but instead of making them a community VLAN where the broadcast domain is going to be shared between their port and one or more other ports, we could make them an isolated VLAN. 
An isolated VLAN is another type of private VLAN, but it contains only one host port and it's not able to communicate with any other ports at layer two that belong to any other private VLAN. Let's say that there's another company that just takes up one office. Well, we would give them another isolated VLAN, maybe VLAN 153. So what we have on our Cisco Catalyst switch, we've got maybe a few community ports that belong to a community VLAN. We've got individual isolated ports that belong to their own individual isolated VLANs. But all the VLANs, the community VLAN of 151, the isolated VLAN of 152, the isolated VLAN of 153, they all belong to our primary VLAN of 150. So the question is, all right, they're isolated from one another, but they seem to also be isolated from the rest of the world. How do they get out to the rest of the world? How do they route? Well, we have another port on that Cisco Catalyst switch that takes us to the router. And that port is going to have permission to talk to each of these private VLANs. This is called our promiscuous port. We configure a promiscuous port as typically the port that goes to a router. And that's going to allow these private VLANs to get out to the rest of the world and to talk to one another. So that's a term you might have heard floating around, a private VLAN, and I wanted to use this episode of the Broadcast Storm to explain in a bit more detail what exactly is a private VLAN and what are the different types of private VLANs. And again, we had community private VLANs and we had isolated private VLANs. And remember, we had community ports that went into the community VLAN. We had isolated ports that went into their own individual isolated VLANs. And we had a promiscuous port that could talk to all of the private VLANs and it typically connected to a router, which let all those private VLANs get out to the rest of the world. And by the way, this topic of private VLANs is one of the topics that Cisco has identified for their switch exam. That's exam 300-115. It's part of their CCMP route switch curriculum. And depending on when you're listening to this, you might be able to come and join me for a live switch course. I'm doing a live three-day course for Safari Books Online. It's three hours a day for three days. And it's coming up at the end of October 2018. So if you're listening to this prior to that, you might want to go check it out. It's going to be on October the 29th, the 30th, and the 31st. The times are going to be 11 a.m. through 2 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. That's GMT minus 4. And if you're already a member of Safari Books Online, you can attend for free. Just go to bit.ly, B-I-T slash switch hyphen O-C-T for October hyphen 18. And I'll put that link in the show notes for you. But if you're already a member of Safari Books Online, it won't cost you anything to attend this live training with me at the end of October. And during this live training, we're going to be covering every single topic on the exam blueprint that Cisco gives us. We're going to have plenty of Q&A breaks, so I'll be able to answer your questions. And I'll be doing a ton of demos, including I'll be demonstrating how to configure the private VLANs that we talked about in this episode. If you're not a member of Safari Books Online and you've never taken advantage of their free trial, just a few days before class starts, just sign up for the free trial. I think it's like a 10-day trial, and that will let you take this class for free. And we're not doing anything bad by doing that. I've checked with Safari to say, hey, can somebody sign up for the free trial and still take the class? Does that count? Uh, they said yes. So yeah, you can take the class for free if you want to. Just sign up for that 10-day free trial a few days prior to class so you beat the registration close and it doesn't fill up, hopefully. If you have already taken advantage of their free trial and you're not able to do it again, you might just want to sign up for one month. You can sign up for Safari Books Online for one month for $39, and that will let you take this switch crash course. Where again, we're going to be covering every single topic on the exam blueprint. 
So on that note, I want to thank you for joining me for this episode of the Broadcast Storm. And remember, I'll put that link to register for the Switch course in the show notes of this podcast episode. And I'll look forward to seeing you on the next episode of the Broadcast Storm. Broadcast Storm.